Happy Halloween, everybody! Here is just a little bonus episode for you for free that is from Patreon. This is an episode of Bizarre Singles that I did a couple years ago. Feeling in the Halloween spirit, thought I'd give out a little something for free. So please enjoy this episode that originally appeared on Patreon.com slash Bizarre Albums. Take it away, me. Hi, my name is Tony Thaxton. Like anyone else, I love a great song. But I also love those strange songs that might make you wonder how and why they even exist. But I'm not here to make fun of them. I'm here to celebrate them and tell their story. This is Bizarre Singles. Tomorrow is the premiere of their new film called The Disorderlies, and they really are, too. <laughs> They're getting bigger every day in popularity and in and size. And before lunch. That's right. Here are the Fat Boys. <laughs> hey. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning, guys. This is Darren, uh, the human beatboxer Robinson, next to me. Yeah. In the middle, we have Mark, Prince Marky D. Morales. Prince Marky D., that's me. Yes, right. Yeah. And Damon Cool Rock Wimbley. Yeah. All right. That's a clip from The Morning Show with Regis and Kathy Lee from August of 1987. That was a particularly huge moment in time for the Fat Boys. They were about to release their fourth and soon-to-be most successful album, Crushin', and also starring in their first movie, Disorderlies. They had already earned two gold records with their first two albums, and this was a time when hip-hop had not yet completely crossed into the mainstream. Charlie Stetler, their manager at the time, had an idea of how they could cross over. DMC had had a huge crossover hit in 1986 when they teamed up with Aerosmith to cover the 1975 Aerosmith hit, Walk This Way. Stetler wanted the Fat Boys to follow suit. The result? Boys teamed up with the Beach Boys and got the biggest hit of their career. In a 2017 interview with Will Hodge for Rolling Stone, Damon Wimbley, aka Cool Rock Ski, said, Us doing Wipeout came pretty naturally out of the Beach Boys being in the ending of Disorderlies. Walk This Way was huge and our manager really wanted a breakout hit like that for us. He actually came to us with the idea on the first day of shooting the movie and told us all about Brian Wilson's genius as a producer. Wipeout ended up peaking at number 12 on the Billboard Hot 100, and the album that it came from, Crushin', peaked at number 8 on the Billboard Pop Albums chart, even going platinum for the first and only time in their career. Also happening in 1987... One 
Friday night. Rock the House, the debut album of the hip-hop duo consisting of Will Smith and Jeffrey Towns, better known as DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, was released on Jive Records. The album was a moderate success, peaking at number 83 on the Billboard 200. As I mentioned on the main show this week, the Nightmare on Elm Street movies were already a success by 1987, but it too crossed over into the mainstream with the release of A Nightmare on Elm Street 3, Dream Warriors. The success of Dawkins' theme song to Dream Warriors led to the desire for another original song for Part 4. So in 1988, with the crossover success of Hip Hop and the Fat Boys, New Line Cinema approached the Fat Boys about doing the theme song for A Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master. But before we get into that, let's circle back to DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince. On March 29, 1988, they released rap's first ever double album, He's the DJ, I'm the Rapper. They didn't need to collaborate with a rock band to cross over into the mainstream. You know, parents are the same no matter time, no place. They don't understand that us kids are going to make some mistakes. So to you other kids all across the land, there's no need to argue. Parents just don't understand. Parents Just Don't Understand was huge. It went to number 12 on the Billboard Hot 100 and went on to win the first ever Grammy Award for Best Rap Performance. Meanwhile, the Fat Boys released their theme song, Are You Ready for Freddy? Even featuring Robert England as Freddy. <laughs> Rapping. DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince's follow-up single to Parents Just Don't Understand would be released in August of 1988, two and a half weeks before the release of A Nightmare on Elm Street 4, The Dream Master. Now I have a story that I'd like to tell about this guy you all know me and we're scared as hell. He comes to me a night after I call into bed. He's burnt up like a weenie and his name is Fred. He wears the same hat and sweater every single day. And even if it's hot outside, he wears it anyway. He's home when I'm awake, but he shows up when I'm asleep. I can't believe that there's a nightmare on my street. For years, it's been rumored that they wrote this song to be considered for the new movie. But in a 2018 interview with TheBoombox.com, DJ Jazzy Jeff set the record straight, saying, Nah, so let me tell you what happened. New Line Cinema got the Fat Boys to do a Nightmare song, and we actually did a Nightmare song. Now, we didn't know that New Line Cinema got the Fat Boys, but what happened, both of the songs come out at the same time, and now you got all these radio stations around the country doing contests, like what Nightmare song do you like best? And what happened is we started beating the Fat Boys in the contest and New Line Cinema was backing the Fat Boys. And before we got into the lawsuit, we were trying to tell them, yo, why don't we just put the music in the movie or why don't we kind of say that this is another instead of you suing us? Like you're actually going to hurt it. This is helping your movie. And they had to stand behind their principles and they sued us. 
But what the lawsuit ended up being is we had to pay some money and they offered Will and I three movie roles and it was up to us to take it or not. So we kind of looked at it like if we don't have to take them, if they offer them, we'll just turn them down. And it's crazy because the first movie role was House Party. Because if you think about the premise behind it, it was a DJ and a rapper. Like House Party was made for me and Will. We turned it down. I still have the original script. House Party ended up going to Kid and Play and was released in 1990. Okay, so where were we on our way to? The House Party! What? The House Party! Jay ain't going to that damn party. That's all to it. I don't give a damn what you say. You're gonna make me a social misfit. As a result of the lawsuit with New Line, future vinyl pressings of the single contained a disclaimer that read, This song is not part of the soundtrack, and it is not authorized, licensed, or affiliated with A Nightmare on Elm Street films. The song samples Charles Bernstein's musical motif from A Nightmare on Elm Street. They'd even shot a video for the single. The video was thought to be forever lost, but it resurfaced in 2018 and is now on the DJ Jazzy Jeff official page on YouTube. The video also contained a slightly different disclaimer, and instead of Freddy, it had Will Smith playing some kind of futuristic-looking Frankenstein monster punk. The Fat Boys also released a video, but theirs did have Freddy, officially, even played by Robert England. England even did an interview in character for a CNN behind-the-scenes feature on the video. Freddy's got soul now. Yes, Freddy's, Freddy's urban. He's street. He's rapping. Rap or die. The storyline of the video is that Prince Marky D's Uncle Frederick has died. The fat boys meet up with his lawyer in front of a creepy old house where his lawyer has news for him. The terms of your Uncle Frederick's will state that you must spend one night in his... Uh, house in order to inherit his estate. Now it is my duty as executor to ensure that you fulfill his request. Do you mean all I have to do is spend one night here and the place is mine? No problem. No problem? That CNN feature also claimed that the video was kind of a pilot of sorts for the fat boys who were testing out an idea for a comedy horror movie that at that time had the working title of Fat Wolf. No word on whatever happened to Fat Wolf. Perhaps Fat Wolf never saw the light of day because Are You Ready for Freddy didn't really meet expectations. Despite the success of the new Elm Street movie, the single only peaked at number 93 on the Billboard Hot R&B Hip Hop Songs chart. Meanwhile, A Nightmare on My Street goes on to be another big hit for DJ Jazzy Jeff and the Fresh Prince, peaking at number 15 on the Billboard Hot 100. And two years later, Will Smith would go on to star in The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air, eventually propelling him to be one of the biggest movie stars in the world. Now this is a story all about how my life got flipped, turned upside down, and I'd like to take a minute, just sit right there, I'll tell you how I became the prince of a town called Bel Air. Despite being considered the theme song for Elm Street 4, Are You Ready for Freddy was not on the film's soundtrack. And since this is Bizarre Albums, I feel like I have to tell you that Blondie is on the soundtrack, but not the fat boys who provided the theme song. So figure that out. 
The song would end up being on the Fat Boys' Coming Back Hard Again album released in July of 1988. That album featured another big collaboration hit for the Fat Boys. But that is for another... Nope. No, I don't do that on this version of the show. Um, Believe it or not, the twist featuring Chubby Checker ended up going to number 16 on the Billboard Hot 100. The Coming Back Hard Again album ended up peaking at number 33 and earned the Fat Boys another gold record. The entire Fat Boys catalog is streaming on Spotify and Apple Music, and the Are You Ready for Freddy video is on YouTube. So check those out if you want. As always, thank you for your support. Thank you for listening. And I'll see you next week. You see, my name is Freddy and I'm here to say I'll wrap you up and take you away If you feel like you're tired and ready for bed Don't fall asleep or you'll wake up dead